Okay, so this podcast is uh, not recorded in front of any live animals. They're too, too disturbing. Uh, not not that they're disturbing like mentally. It's just they they distract from from what we're trying to do. Uh, <laughs> they are pretty disturbing. I, unless our, our wombat test subject counts. Also, um, we tend to swear a lot. Uh, so this podcast is pretty much not for kids. Uh, consider it at least PG-13 parental or trusted adult guidance suggested. So welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode four. Woo! Episode four, yeah. Um, and uh, this week we're going to sit down with our Wombat test subject and see how she's doing. We've also got an interview with our friend uh, Liz, uh, who we'll have on in a little bit. Uh, and before we get to all that, um, I should uh, I should start by talking about you know how I've been doing this week because I've got my journal and I've got my planner and I spent I think I had done the printout with the entire like years worth of remaining years worth of the Volt planner and punched the holes so that I could put it into like my own my own book and that's been really nice and really useful and the ability to say, okay, now I'm just going to remove a quarter's worth of calendar and put it off to the side um, has been very handy, especially as we've been, you know, I've needed it for, for notes for, we've got an upcoming audit at work and I've got all kinds of scheduling. And then this coming weekend, um, by the time you hear this, we'll actually be in Pittsburgh for Anthrocon. Um, and I'll have, I'll be able to print out my um, schedule for my security shifts and who's going to be on shift with me and all that stuff and just punch holes and put it right into my planner and have it right there where I'll, where I'll need it. Uh, which is a lot better than, oh, I have to look up a spreadsheet on my phone or who's got a copy of the spreadsheet and it's usually printed out. And since it's, you know, four days of 24 hour, half hour blocks, it's like, you know, an entire eight foot table width and then you have to scroll through and find your stuff. I'm going to fix that this year. I'm going to have my own copy that I can just flip to and look and see who's supposed to be on shift with me and who's relieving me and all that stuff. Um, so thinking about, you know, effective use of our planners, let's talk to our Wombat test subject. Um, how has your week been now that you've, you've, uh, you've got the happy planner and I know you were customizing it this week? I, I spent the week customizing it, making my own things, which meant that I didn't actually use the planner at all. Um, I just, uh, I, I was, like, making pages to go into it, and, uh, completely failed to write anything into it to be useful. But, in my defense, I also didn't do anything this week that I had no appointments, I had nowhere I had to be, uh, and... You've been in manufacturing I've, mode. I've, I've been prepping for this convention, and I have literally done nothing for days but make pendants and run prints and punch cards to put pendants on. And those are things that maybe could be streamlined by writing everything down, but I didn't. I just, I am looking at my work table, picking up the next thing that needs to be done and working on it. Right, and that's okay, because sometimes that's what has to be done to get the job done. Like, on my weekly calendar for the days I have on call, I basically draw a big line that says on call with a, a, a start and end time and maybe a checkbox for that and nothing else. But... But I did set out to customize my planner to my particular needs. Right. How long do you think you spent on that? Uh, customizing it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't, like, keep track. 
So did you find yourself at times thinking more about how to customize the planner to suit your needs than actually using it? I spent the entire week doing more customizing of it to suit my needs than actually using it. So you have fallen into one of the one of the traps I've run into occasionally um, where you spend so much time working on your planner or your system or whatever uh, than actually using it. So you've made it useful and you've hit that point and that's great, but um, something I think I'm aware of and I think our listeners should be aware of is there is this there is this point where you're like, this is not suiting my needs and now the next thing you know, you're, anything you're doing about planning or trying to get things done isn't actually about getting things done. It's getting the planner or whatever system you're using customized just right so that you can use it effectively, completely negating the purpose of having it, which is to use it in general. In your case, this was very minor. In my case, I've gone a month like that. I know people whose whose entire, you know, this week they have the latest and greatest planner, and frankly, that's the thing that scares me the most about bullet journals is that the system around bullet journaling is very simple. You put a dot for something you need to do, you, you know, or a dash, you cross it off when it's done, or you put an arrow to say you've moved it to somewhere else. And I notice people spending hours, hours and days and pages and pages of Pinterest on drawing in their bullet journal and, and you know, all of these things. That's great. If that's how you want to express yourself and it helps you, that is fantastic. If it's an active impediment to actually getting things done, getting done the things you need to get done, then you maybe need to reassess that. In your case, it was I put not a Im- box that says word count that, on right, it. Right, right. You. I needed that box. You needed that box, and and I wanted it to look prettier than just drawing the box. That's fine. It's it's okay that they look pretty. It really. It's. I'm not dissing looking pretty at any point when I say this. I uh, my bigger the bigger concern I have a lot of times is that making a journal pretty, and I'm putting that in quotes, but customizing a thing, it becomes more about, look how I can customize this, and not look at what I'm getting done. That being said, yes, there is a specific thing for my use case yes. that may be, I don't know, useful or not for absolutely people like me who are not... I mean, mm-hmm. you have a thing where... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you're going to do basically... There are some things I have... Yeah, I've got a regular cadence on, and and I've got meetings that are pre-planned and stuff like that. Yes. And you know in advance, you know, that the day will be probably about X amount of stuff. Yes, I do. I do not. You do not. So, having the... One of the problems for the Happy Planner, for me, that is a problem, frankly... See, this is the problem with the tool hole punch, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Go get the other hole punch. Uh, the, and this isn't just a happy planner. All of them have like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday thing with a box. And it's like, okay, I, Monday might've been three times as much stuff as they gave me space for. And Wednesday, nothing happened that I needed to write down. And this annoys me. That's understandable. Yes. So what would actually work much better for me is just lined pages, sort of like the original to-do list thing where I was writing things down, mm-hmm. and then when I get done with Sunday, 
I will just draw a line and write Monday, or perhaps I'll get a sticker that says Monday because I am allowed to have stickers. You are absolutely... If you want to put stickers in your journal, that's fine. As a matter of fact, um, no matter what system we're talking about or journal we're talking about, it is okay to use stickers or pointers or I have... You'll notice all of mine have little stick-on tabs to tell me where the months are and there's there's color code. You know, that's fine. Um, I think the, the important part is to not let... The customization and the, you know, putting on stickers, unless it's an actual part of the process you're working through, um, don't let the journal become about the stickers or the fancy colors. The journal should be about, or the planner should be about, getting your stuff done. That's all. How, how fancy you make it or whatever, and if you have a task every week that says, you know, or, or you have time set aside for make my journal pretty, that's awesome. But if your planner or journal is no longer a tool for getting stuff done, and I'm talking in general, I, I see you using it, and so I know that you're not falling into that trap. I have, and I know several people who have, where your, your productivity system or your journal is not about getting things done, it's about look how awesome my notebook or journal is. And at that point it's okay to step back and say, okay, I'm not actually getting the stuff done I said I was going to get done, so I'm spending a lot of time working on my journal as a, you know, as a, an art object or as a, as a, a you know, fine-tuning, and I'm not actually doing the tasks that I need to do because I'm too busy making sure the system is just right, and then I'll start on the task, then you're just procrastinating. I will argue, however, there is a flip side to this. Yes. There is absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to make shit look cool and pretty. I'm not I saying want there's glitter. I am tired of the lack of glitter in my life. My God, if you make sparkly unicorn stickers, then I want my sparkly unicorn sticker. That's great. I'm not saying you shouldn't have your sparkly unicorn sticker. All right. I'm saying that if your planning system becomes not about planning and getting things done, but about look at my cool sticker, it's maybe time to step back. And take a deep breath and say, what am I accomplishing? I have a beautiful sparkly unicorn sticker collection, but it's not a planner anymore. It's a unicorn sparkly sticker collection. Which you take photos of on Instagram and have 10,000 followers who write you notes about sparkly unicorns and buy your stuff. As long... a sparkly branded unicorn sticker collection. Hey, if your brand, if that's a different story. If your brand, if you're selling and branding them and they're helping other people, okay, that's that's art production, and for you, that's that's a different story. But I have to say, I do like a couple things in here. I mean, you put the, the your uh, your trademark, not trademark, but you know your your shows up in all the things. Chicken sort of peeking out of the corner on your July calendar page. Um, there was a, a, a is that a inspirational quote from Rooster the Paladin with the chicken staring at it with that prayerful expression. I saw in here like the silhouette. Here, this is a silhouette of a boar. Yep. See, and, and I like these are the little touches that are personalizing it to make it yours and that's awesome. And I also left mm -hmm. a, a square in the notes or whatever to draw a crappy doodle. Well, yes, because you have to have a place to draw a crappy doodle um, because if you don't draw a crappy doodle in the appropriate place we find them all over the house <laughs> uh, on bills on the backs of envelopes. <laughs> Um, if I if you had etching materials, I bet I'd have a crappy 
uh, a crappy doodle of the chickens like etched onto every single laptop I own. I would think it was wonderful, but it you know we we'd be getting you have to have a space to be able to do that. Didn't you at one point have that one note that I? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had um, you, you, you left me. It was an envelope with like. Well, no, there was the note you left me. Um, yes, when I was going back to, to home to, after after visiting me in in uh, Washington State when I was out there for work for like three weeks, and you come out for a week. There was the note, and it had all. Yeah, no, I still have that, and I have the envelope <laughs> you brought me lunch money I had in. Dozens of chickens with uh, signs and yeah. things, and there was a snail serial killer with a knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and it was that was wonderful. I know <laughs> you will do that. Um, and giving yourself a, a place to do that is actually very, you know, very thoughtful and productive. Um, that way, you know, oh, here's the space. I have a spot where I can doodle so I can doodle. And you don't fill up all of your weekday pages with doodles. That's not to say you won't. Well, my theory is what I need is a page that has deadlines and appointments and word count, a word count box for Monday, right. Tuesday. Because I only generally will have one or two appointments in a week. And I'll be like mm -hmm. hair on you know, Tuesday or whatever. So if I don't know when exactly I'm going to have the date appear because I'm, like, drawing my to-do list and then scrawling in line under them, mm -hmm. that seemed like the best yes. compromise. Position. Absolutely. And so I'll we'll report back how it actually works in practice. Yes, yeah, and then we'll start talking about... I, I actually, at the end of last week's show, said that maybe I was going to have you try GTD this week, but it occurs to me having you try a new system this upcoming week is a really bad idea. Oh, while I am prepping for things? Not only are you prepping for things, but then we've got the convention itself. And it is best not to try to change any habits like, um, you know, keeping up with a calendar or something like that when you know you've got a disruptive event coming up. Oh, yeah, I have no mm -hmm. intention of probably using the planner at all while I'm right. at Anthrocon because... Uh, why would I? I, right, I, right. I, I, my world has narrowed down to a tiny little. And in fact, I have a moleskin mm -hmm. that I take two cons where I scroll down this commission to this name right. paid the amount of money and what they want. Mm -hmm. Ideally, that would be something you would put in here. Yeah, I guess but, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah then yeah. I'd just tear it out again when it was done. So, and that's fine. Yeah. The 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 journal is not a mutable object where once you add a page, it stays forever. Which is good, because you're going to make mistakes, you're going to scratch things out, and occasionally the dog's going to eat part of it. Oh, that was another problem. Part of the reason that I went into full-blown production mm -hmm. of doing this is because Sergey got pissed off and ate part of my planner. He did. Uh, or he didn't eat it. He tore a bunch of pages out because we hadn't fed him. And uh, Well, it wasn't that we hadn't fed him, it's that we hadn't, we hadn't provided additional food upon his demand. And so he was... He acts out when he gets hangry, and I'm... I'm sure we cater to this cat's whims way more than any human should, but he is what he is, and we, we understand that he's actually up there above you. He's on the shelf, like he like he does. He's out cold right now. So uh, he'll be upstairs to destroy our nightstands in about two hours. That's yes. when he usually gets hungry. So what I learned from this is probably it's not the best idea to leave the planner on my nightstand. Well, it's not the best idea to leave anything on our nightstands, considering he poured a, uh, a partial can of uh, uh, soda water uh, lime fizzy water, actually, uh, out onto the power strip the other night in a fit of "Why aren't you feeding me?" shove. So I've learned my lesson again, and again, and again with this uh, with this cat. So. Yes. All right. Um, so the the takeaway this week is you have customized, but you aren't, but you haven't let the customization of your journal 
turn into the purpose of the journal, which is good. Yet. Uh, yet. You and know. also, I will point out that uh, that it was not a great week for keeping up with things just because I had all the con stuff. So right, yeah. right, 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 right. But uh, one of the things uh, uh, we're doing um, that's also a part of this, that uh, one of the pillars, one of the four pillars, uh, I'm making shit up now, of, um, of being productive is a review. Right? A, a regular point to sit down and see what you did the week before and, you know, see how you're doing with your, your not just your planning system, but the things you set out to do the prior week. And so we're actually doing that every week. I do like the little list, the half page uh, that, yeah, list yeah, yeah. things that you picked up that I started stealing because those were useful to keep track of pendants. Although I promptly then stopped keeping track of them in there because I was just making them in a frenzy and now they're all in a bin and I haven't counted them. That's fine. Organization is hard. It is. It is. But you know, they're they're the important. The thing you're doing is you're taking control of a part of it. Binder clips. Binder clips. I didn't have rubber bands. What I needed were binder clips. Do we have binder clips? I I can't actually answer that question right now in the middle of recording and run around the house going, where did I put the binder clips? Yes, we should have some in the con kit. All right, excellent. We may want to buy more. Um, write down. Yes, that is the thing. Look for binder clips. Yes. I mean, I know roughly in the con kit where they should be, but, you know, and then if you, we have to buy binder clips, it may even just be easier to just say buy binder clips tomorrow. Um, sometimes you, you just have to take that, you, you learn that we can spend an hour running around the house tearing something up, tearing the whole house apart looking for one thing, or I don't need it for three days, I'll just buy more. Uh, something like binder clips, that's one thing. My planner, on the other hand, is a whole other story because it's kind of unique, and while lots of it I can rebuild, a whole bunch of it I can't. Um, yes. So there we go. Um, uh, there's that. We're doing a, a weekly review, each of us our progress in our own way, um, and then we can start, actually, I think, next week talking about goals and maybe some actual planning planning, not just what did I get done this week. You're giving me a look. Uh, saying goals is going to require me to have goals. You absolutely have goals. Yes. And some of your goals are very, very simple. Um, or there are things that are goals that you don't think are goals. Like, one of your goals... And... and and I'm not looking at this as like the pie in the sky dream. I'm one of the, when we talk about goals in this context, and when we think about our goals, yes, there should be some. It's going to be difficult to attain. It's not going to be handed to me on a platter. But it shouldn't just be pipe dream, right? My goal shouldn't be to win the lottery because the odds of an actuality of that happening are ridiculous. Um, what, 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 what do you think my goals are? Uh, I think, uh, first off, one of your goals is to um, not make a fool of yourself at the uh, Hugo pre-awards dinner in Finland. Uh, I don't know how we plan around that. You're giving me a look. That wasn't one of my goals. I didn't think I might make a fool of myself, but now I'm worried. <laughs> Crap. Um, is is it likely? Did I make a? Do I frequently make a fool of myself at banquets? You do not, Kevin. I'm going into a shame spiral. Oh God, are you ashamed of me? Am I a fool? No, mostly I'm laughing with you, going well. And then you make you leave memorable moments like trampling Neil Gaiman on the way to the na nacho One bar. One time, and he shouldn't have stood between me and the nachos. Uh, 
I do have to write my acceptance. You speech. do have to write your but acceptance speech. That's not like speech. a goal. Write your well, and even don't make an idiot out of yourself at the Hugo. That's fair. It's not yep. a goal. That's like a to do. All right, all right. How about how about this for a goal? Travel to Tibet. Okay, that's kind of a goal. There we go. Um, There's nothing I can do to work towards that. Sure, there is. Okay, the only thing I can do is Fox. When are we going to Tibet? And then when we have a date, then we start to work on what are the steps we're going to need to actually do the travel. You know, what visas do we need? And I know our friend Fox Feather is going to take care of a lot of that, but then what clothes do we need to buy and pack? What extras do we need to prepare for? What do we need to learn? We're not until 2019. I know. And remember when we started planning and packing for Africa? Years ago. Uh, yeah, we went in uh, 2015, and I'm pretty sure in 2014 we had to start... What's the difference between a goal and a deadline? Uh, okay, a goal is something that um, you want to do, something that you can track towards. A deadline is a line in the stand where um, bad things happen if you don't make it. A goal can be a deadline. Right? It's like technically because I'm like okay, is one of my goals to finish the next Hamster Princess book? No, that's a deadline. I have a date, August first. I better be handing shit in. Right. The goal in all of that, uh, deadline or no, is that um, is you will finish all of the art and writing for the Hamster Princess for the next Hamster Princess book. So the first part is by so the first deadline the first thing to track to is by you know such and such a date i will have x number of words written on such and such a date i will have x amount of art done you already do this kind of inherently um you know right i just don't bother to write it down you don't bother to write it down yeah yeah yeah. but on such and such a date um you know i will you know uh by date x or you know uh you know, release day of the book is the goal you're tracking towards. Now, a lot of that is I've handed it all off to to my publisher, and they're doing a lot of the other work. And then the goal is fulfilled the day it lands in stores, or you can at least pre-order it online, right? Um, the problem is, it seems like adding a lot of that would just be me writing down a thing so I had a goal to write down, because I already have the deadline. Right. And, and also, this is going to sound weird... Hitting the deadline is what I care about. Yes. I have to hand in the book. The book coming out is like gravy, and they'd ship me a book, and I'm like, woo, wrote another book. But it's not, I'm not like, you know, I, I don't stand and rose petals rain from the sky, and I go on this day, I am an author. I'm like, oh, look, another box of arcs came in. It, I've become very jaded. So, yeah, um, maybe you're the wrong person to discuss about that particular goal. We'll we'll talk about goals. Look, having a book come out, you should be excited. You should be thrilled. I've had thirty of them. Where I'm not saying the thrill has worn off, but I'm not stopping the presses. In fact, don't stop the presses because then the book will never come out. Presses are essential for the book coming out. I believe I have failed you in this discussion, and that <laughs> I will come back with a better context and more concrete examples. Okay. On the next episode. This is the problem with people with five-year plans. Do you have a five-year plan? Uh, no. Mine's more of a two-year plan right uh, now. My two-year plan is, is try to still be wearing pants. 
and don't die in a ditch next to Walmart. Like, basically, okay, there's my goal. My life goal is don't die in a ditch next to Walmart. So we won't be stopping at any Walmarts on our way to or from Pittsburgh. Not if my pulse is getting thready or weak. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll start over with goals next time. You may not be the best... I'm not a goal-oriented You're person. You're not a goal-oriented person. And I'm going to guess that the moment I say, let's talk about um, a personal mission statement, you want to throw up a little bit. Like, no, I just, like, in my mouth, right there. Yeah. Like, I've had to write artist statement. It is It is a... a, a that Writing the artist statement is worse than making the art. Yeah. It's it's it is it is a nightmare. You stare at a piece of paper and you're like, "What the fuck is my artist statement?" My artist statement is, "I thought it would be cool to draw a chicken," and then I was like, "You know what's even cooler than a chicken? A big chicken, and that's why there's a four foot painting of a chicken." If I have to write an artist statement, no, I have to make it sound like you know you should be impressed by the chicken. But no, I just wanted to paint a four foot tall chicken. Yeah, you're not the right person for many of these exercises, but we'll try again next week. Okay. I'm sorry, dear. I've it's okay. broken you. You haven't broken me. I, I have I have failed you in that I did not... Plan. I did not identify the appropriate things for your work style and lifestyle in advance, and I tried to work with you as if you were... Normal. Normal. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll 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 come back to that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe next time we should talk more about planning in general and and you know, you have a deadline, what are the steps to get to that deadline? And then we'll expand that. Because in a lot of ways a deadline is a goal and a goal is a deadline, but people don't tend to think of them that way. I, I I also fail the system somewhat in that, like, if there is a thing that needs to be done, when I have identified the thing that needs to be done, I'm like, okay, let's do the thing. Right. And right. often within 30 seconds of identifying, it's like, okay, we'll need to do this. All right, let's do it. Yep. And even if it's two mm. in the morning and I'm like, why isn't the county sewer online, you know, department that, open right now so I can call. Yeah. That, that actually does bring an interesting point, and I said, uh, I, I had joked sort of last week that I was going to make you do David Allen's Getting Things Done, um, but uh, he makes a very good point that I think is applicable to almost all uh, planning systems. Uh, one, of, one of the tenants in there is, if you can do something in two minutes or less, do it right now. Right. If I can call the county sewage department in under two minutes, or you know, in roughly the next two minutes, to get it done, get it out of the way, get that bill paid, get that hookup scheduled, whatever, go ahead and do it. If you can't do it in the next two minutes, put it on your to-do list and do it later. Right. And then when you're done with processing all the stuff that maybe you know, uh, in general, he uses the term inbox, which a lot of people now think to mean you know. Um, email inbox. What he when he wrote the book, it was much more of a you know you have papers, you have a physical box and with the thing memos and yeah. yeah mail and stuff coming in. Um, and so the principle is the same, just the medium's different. Get through all you know, 
go through. Well, we should worry about the next yeah. time though, because we still have to interview Liz. We do, and we're running out of time, and I could talk for hours on this. Ha 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 ha! So I better sit down and plan out how I'm going to work through that with you and all of our lovely listeners. Um, and some of you listeners may have actual goals. I salute you having goals. You should totally have goals that are clear cut mm-hmm. and awesome. Um, it's but I would like to put in a vote for those of us whose goal is not to die in a ditch next to Walmart. Okay, we'll we'll work on that. We'll work on that. And by the way, if you're worried that I'm going to when when we get into this next phase of things now that we've got a lot of the basics taken care of when I start talking about things like mission and vision and values and uh, you just threw up in your mouth again a little bit, didn't you? No, um, I, I just thought very loudly it's a cult. It's not a cult. These are these are <laughs> these are it's not a cult. And and goals and planning, I'm the the one thing I want to say is I'm not going to be like everyone should have a personal mission statement and let it be their guiding light as they move through this life of our, No. I'm not going to get hippy dippy with it. That's your job. I am totally hippy dippy, but right. I am a ruthless hippie. I know. You're yes. a very capitalist hippie. I am I am a ruthless capitalist hippie. Yes. All right, Catholic guilt. So we'll um, we'll talk after Anthrocon. Yes. Um, do you need gold stars this week? I don't actually feel there's any place to put the gold stars. I didn't write anything down. Okay. But I want a sticker to go on the front of my plan. Well, what sticker? Oh, oh, you you were looking at my giant stash. Do you want a particular sticker? I want one that says something that isn't positive mind, positive vibes, positive oh, life. Oh, have I got the thing for you? Do if, you want uh, something that says "Die in a fire and leave no survivors"? Would be I don't? Nice. I don't have that one. I don't have that one. But yeah, well, ah, random stickers. Yeah, I have a. Uh, I've been between. Um, I. I. Any all products. Give me a. Hey, 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 not my resist sticker from Lord Garabedian. Do Do you want the um, the Earthquaker devices skull with um, tentacles? Sure. Sticker. Come yeah. Space. I got that one from our friend Steve. Um, he went to a uh, sort of infosec uh, conference, and he went to Moogfest, and I believe they were at Moogfest. Um, I don't have anything for tool. I don't have anything. I have some Pucifer stuff. We we we, we probably don't need the the internet. Probably no. doesn't need to listen to a sticker quest. Yeah, sticker quest. I I let's just say I have a large selection of bumper stickers and and product stickers because they're, they're pretty cool. And every time I get a new laptop, it saves me time. Um. Uh, it saves me time decorating. Sorry, I got distracted. Um, stickers. That's. Uh, a business card. All right, so we're going to switch over to our interview with Lizard Beth, um, and then we'll wrap things up in about half an hour, give or take. Hey, get out of my stickers. Um, so, you know... Can in, I have your beaver? Yes, you can have my my the sticker of the beaver from Skulldog. That sounded much dirtier than it should have. So, yeah, we'll be right back with an interview with Lizard Beth. Okay, I promised you an interview with our friend Lizard Beth, and here she is. Um, hi, Liz. How are uh, you? Hi. Hi. Yeah. Lizard Beth is a very talented comic artist who did the web comic uh, Broken, Broken Plot, Plot Device, device which I have all the copies of. Many, yes. many <laughs> other things. She basically makes does commissions, makes art for a living, yep. is a professional illustrator, and uh, woo. Yeah. you can find her stuff online at. Uh, Lizzie-Bean.com is the website, but... Uh, L-I-Z-Z-I-E 
dash B E A N. Right. So I was going to say, please, please introduce yourself and what you do. But Ursula introduced Ursula, you. Ursula took care. Of that. Of yes, took took care of a lot of that. Well, you would have done the artist thing where you're like, I don't know, I do a I comic. Did, did. Well, I I would have been like, I did a thing for five four years ago <laughs> that I don't I don't don't really do it anymore. Yeah, but you'll notice I I have the postcards you did I, for the series framed here on the wall where I can see them every day. So. Yes, I do see them. They're yeah. very nice. They look they look very nice framed. Like yeah. Them. So, um, obviously, we, we talk about organization and personal productivity here. So, how do, so why are you have me on? Well, that's the thing. How do you keep yourself organized? And you don't. And you can uh. say I don't. That's a that's a <laughs> valid answer, actually. <laughs> um, well, uh, see, I I I I am definitely very envious and of people who are organized, and I sort of see people who are organized or I see like perfectly organized art studios and photos and I'm like I occasionally go on Ikea and I'm just like I will have the perfect organized this or I will go on Pinterest and see planner things and I'm like that is the system that I will adopt and I will adopt a system or I will or even if it's something that's simple I've probably changed my organization and planning system at least two dozen times over the last ten years and it, it lasts about like preach it <laughs> the best one will last like two or three months and then it'll get abandoned and it just yeah, evolves no, into chaos. Testify. Testify. Yep. Yeah, no, you're you're among friends here on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, notice notice I, I here's the planner I've been working from. Here's all of the ones I've got to review. Somewhere in here you will find uh, maybe not in here, I think maybe in the attic is my um, uh, my Franklin Covey planner stuff. I've got copies of David Allen's Getting Things Done. This is you're among friends who have been there and done that and fall into the same holes. I've had a dot grid bullet journal on my <laughs> Amazon cart. I haven't purchased it, purchased it <laughs> yet. Sorry. Um, but it's been on there for about a month waiting for an opportunity for me to buy it. And I'm because that's the new thing that I'm like, I will try that and I'll get it and, and I'll try it for two, three weeks and it'll inevitably probably uh, fall apart think, just like Yeah, I don't think any of these are dot grid, so sorry. I mean um, the the didn't you go off on a tear the other day about bullet journaling and, and not it being well, a cult, but the the, the, the the fancy pretty lens. It's it well it, it's not just bullet journal, it's just like the people who have like they're like I I am a I do planners. Planning doing planners is my hobby in the same level as like Scrapbooking, like there's right. yeah, yeah, there's yeah. fancy planner pages that they got, and stickers and things, and like if you're spending two hours a day making your planner look pretty, you're not actually doing the things that you're supposed to be using the planner for. And we were just talking about that's, that. That's yeah. my. That's always been my problem. Is anytime I try to get into using some planning or organization thing I feel like I'm spending so much time getting caught up on the organization of like alright let me collect all of the things that have been straggling for the last three months and then I get it kept caught up and I've then I've lost energy to plan for the future oh that, that's that, that scary point yeah where yeah. you're like okay I have to sit down and figure out what I haven't done and what I need to be doing, uh-huh. and, then and what went, I should have been doing, what and should I have been, yeah. yeah. And you're sitting there and you're going, "Oh my God, look at all this stuff!" And even then, you're like, mm-hmm. "How many things have still fallen through the cracks that I've yeah. forgotten about?" That, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, no, I, I, I live it, I breathe it, and I have to deal with it at work because people are like, oh, yeah, we did a thing, or we were supposed to do a thing, but we didn't actually write it down, so uh, you should have known we were doing it or going to do it. I'm like, oh. At least you work with other people, so you've got, like, hopefully in, if, in a group of people you have at least one person who remembers a thing. <laughs> at least. That you So collectively, you hope you've got it, a thing. It's, it's, I yeah. have me. I have me, and then occasionally I'll get an email from somebody who's been like, hey, I commissioned you like three months ago, I haven't heard anything from you, and then I feel, <laughs> and then I hate myself for a couple of hours and yeah, try it's... to catch up on it. So let's start with that. How do you keep track of commissions? And you can say, I try to remember it all in my head. As of right now, uh, I have, the the way I've been keeping, I have a master list of like, Everybody that ha that I have a running commission on so far that is currently in a notebook. It basically has their name, what they've ordered, um, what the total amount of money that their commission would cost them, and then the amount of money that they have paid me so far. So they, if they owe, me, if they have only paid me like a portion, then it tells me how much they would still owe, and then I can also write down if they've paid me in full. And then that sounds like organization. Yeah. But everything else is pretty much is in my email. So I've written enough of their name down on the in the piece of paper to say, okay, uh, Joey Joey Fox has commissioned me for a thing, and then I go into my email and I search for the email from Joey Fox, and then all the information is there. It's why anytime somebody sends me a uh, message on. Um, alternate gallery sites to say, hey, I want a commission from you. I'm like, no, please don't send me information here. Email me because that's that's where basically everything is stored mm -hmm. and searchable and everything. I don't, I've, I've seen variations of this uh, among a lot of artists. Um, I know that um, Skulldog. Yes. She actually has a, a Kanban board uh, on Trello. Which is essentially, it's like, it's, it's, there's a, a column and there's a whole bunch of cards on it that say what she's got to do. And then there's the column of what she's working on right now. And then she's got a done column. And so when she gets a new commission in, she adds the card to the to do. And that way, not only is she able to say, this is what I'm working on. And people can see it. They know where they are and where they, in the order of things. The, yeah. yeah. But that's, that's her method. And that's how... She works. It's pretty cool to watch. I know a couple artists do it that way. I've there are a couple artists who do yeah. it your way. I've I've seen mm -hmm. the Trello and my for me for me personally, I know I would sit there and I would forget to update it. So like, yeah. cause so that's so then mm -hmm. that's like an issue or I don't know. Right, but you so your workflow is you get the email. You... I get the email, mm -hmm. and then once somebody has... I don't write anybody down on my list until somebody sent me some form of payment, because so many times this has happened where someone's like, hey, I want a commission, and I'm like, cool, and then they spend all this time discussing it, and they're like, cool, I'll send you payment when uh, I get paid next week, and then I never and hear from never, them again. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, well, I'm not going to write them down until they've at least put some money down, because then it's a real thing. Yes. Because it's a, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Once money is on the table, then it's becomes. Uh, once real. once you have a deposit, then it's, you start work, and that's yes. That's a that's a smart thing to do in any service oriented uh, job, because that way you don't do a whole bunch of work for free. Mm. <coughs> and no. we've all been there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we've all it's, done there. We've we've 
throwing that t-shirt in the garbage. I, I, somewhere, somewhere, I actually have a giant <laughs> on fire. A, a giant. It's like this giant image, and in the middle of sh- of it is like, should you work for free? And then it has all of these branches. It's for your job. It's for a charity. It's for your, you know, for family like that. And all of them branch out to no, except the one that leads to. Eventually, it says, is it family? Is it this? Is it that? Is it charity? Yeah. Do is, you re? But I really want to find this one. Right, right, that one, yes. and then uh, at the at the very the one that ends with "Is it for your mother?" Yes, yeah. Then no, just do it. Was it uh, your Was it your idea, and are you doing it as a gift for somebody? Well, obviously, yes. But if somebody approaches you and it says, "Hey, I want you to do a thing," mm-hmm. yeah, there there should be money uh, involved well, because please, you gotta eat. Yeah, I you, mean, even if it's. Well, not not that I'm sitting here saying I would nickel and dime my mother, but in that sense, it'd be like try to at least barter. I mean, my mom's not. My mom is like, hey, I know my daughter is is not, you know, yeah. Mrs. Little Miss Moneybags. I'm not going to sit there and be like, hey, daughter, can I have five hundred dollars worth of work for free? She's going to, you know, at least be like, hey, let, we'll we'll talk something over. Yeah, we'll we'll figure something. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, yeah, you you have to eat. You have bills to pay, and you're saving up for a tiny house. Yes. Yes. Yes, and they're tiny, but they're, they're, they're pricey. They're still they still cost tens yes. of thousands of dollars potentially. Yeah. So, um, my next question, usually after we get to how you keep yourself organized, is: um, Do you have any habits or uh, uh, systems that are important to you to keeping yourself organized? And I think you already said email is like very important for you. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pr- pretty much it. I mean, I. It's hard for me to really end beyond that because I can't say that I'm very organized. I'm kind of very not organized. I go through periods where everything is chaos and then I'll go and then like all of a sudden I'm just like everything is chaos. I need to spend like a day or two on chaosing everything and then I'll that go. That is and, the I am tired of living in squalor moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. usually manifests in, in cleaning and reorganizing the studio, sometimes mm-hmm. even moving furniture around, but it's not necessarily like getting the work itself organized, it's just getting everything around the work organized so that I'm not so sort the- of looking at the physical manifestation of chaos. So you, so you have me. a path to the work. Yes, mm-hmm. kind of. I'm talking as someone who, about once every six months, goes. I have lost track of everything, and I need to spend two days basically unfucking myself. Um, yes. And you know, finding all the lost tasks and getting them in order, and making sure that you know, somewhere it's like you know, here's a disc on my on one of my computers. It's full of all this junk related to a project I was working on. I'm like, I'm not actually doing that anymore. Why am I... I let me shove that off and archive it. Get it out of my way. Rewriting the to-do list. Like, if, yeah. af, as I as I finish commissions, I usually will take a highlighter and I'll highlight them on the list, but mm-hmm. usually every... every Like, after a period of time, once the list is mostly full, or I've at least highlighted a bunch of stuff, then I'll sort of just tear the whole thing out or go to the next page and rewrite the list. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know. That makes sense. I mean, it's nice to look at the page and go, look at all this stuff I got done. Uh, but then it's like... it's Then it's like... It's also... I've got three quarters of a page that's also just full of lines, and it just is easier to just turn it to yep. the next page and go, go, oh, now I only have five lines of stuff. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Do you have a way to record, like, um, a thing like, I did 50 commissions, I am a badass? 
you know. You totally should, because, like, I have word count. You know, it's like, I wrote 500 words. I'm a badass. <laughs> and it makes me feel better about myself, because I'm like, even if today was total shit, at least I was productive. Mm -hmm. um, like, I got 50 commissions done this year, even if today is total shit, I'm a badass. So, like, a, I, got, I got things done, I get instant gratification from getting things done kind of thing? Like I mean, that's I mean, kind of also the question. What? Are, how do you reward yourself? Yeah, that, that's coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, it's yeah. What do you reward sorry. yourself with, and what do you think your the biggest help you've got is? I mean, yeah. well, what the last year I've actually been um, hosting more on uh, um, Instagram, which the LizzieBean.com <laughs> website. I have it. I haven't been keeping up with it all that often. I'm. I have. I've got that. I have a, a for affinity. Account. Right. I have a Deviant Art account. All of those have kind mm -hmm. of fallen apart. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm so sorry. That's um, fine. I'm not going to edit it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, but in Instagram, because I guess because it's it's relatively easy to update. It's just it's the oh, yeah. you just you have the phone snap the picture type a few things and it goes. It's just the the. I, I guess I'm just sort of I I need things that are start to finish very easy and straightforward. No, and I have mine, but Instagram has been yeah. very, it's, I mean, it's easy to update, and anytime I finish a piece of art, I'm like, alright, take a picture, post it on Instagram, and then I can sort of instantly see the the. You get that immediate feedback. I get the immediate thing, yeah. feedback of like, I did a thing, and, and 50 people put a heart on it. Yay! Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Hey, don't don't laugh. That's what keeps you going. Otherwise, sometimes yeah. you're just like, God, I'm just shouting into the void here. Yep. Yeah. And I've, I've noticed that uh, something that is common amongst uh, artists <clears throat> across all disciplines, whether they're musicians or tattoo artists or uh, traditional media artists like you guys, um, that Instagram is like the thing. Because uh, I know so many tattoo artists who are just like a quick snap to Instagram. Look at this tattoo I just finished. I know uh, several of the musicians I like and follow on Instagram. They're like, "Hey, we're in the studio today, and here's 30 seconds of us warming up, or here's 30 seconds of the new song we're working on," kind of thing. Um, I think for artists, Instagram is is fantastic both promotionally because the people who want to see it can follow you. Yes. Um, and you get that that instant sort of communication with your uh, with your people, which is and I'd noticed, yeah. like, before I started to sort of fall off from... Because I'd been... I haven't updated DeviantArt for years, but at, for Affinity, I kind of haven't really... I've updated it, like, five or six times in the last year. And even for the last couple of years, I've noticed I really wasn't getting that much sort of feedback or response to what I was posting. So it it was the... What you were saying, that sort of... I feel like I'm jumping things into the void, and I get, like, one or two people in the back that are like... But for the most part, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I'm not doing art for attention, but at the same time, if people aren't looking at what I'm doing, then the chances of somebody saying, like, hey, I like what you're doing, here's some money to keep doing what you're doing, yeah. um, is lessened if you have less people that are looking at it and caring. So you kind of have to care that people are looking at it to some... Oh, I'm oh yeah, no, absolutely. I, I totally agree. Um, so... Um, so, all right, so we're kind of balancing. Is there any other way you, you reward yourself for a, a job well done? Or uh, just, I got my job done? Um, 
I, I well, the the guilt of not having it done goes away. Oh, another guilt motivated person. There <laughs> we go. That's yeah, kind yeah. of. Um, there's a lot I of. I told you, guilt and anxiety fuels most of us. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, and uh, and you're an Overwatch player. Yes. Do you ever do the thing where if I just finish this one commission, I can go play Overwatch uh, for an hour? Uh huh. <laughs> That's fine. That's okay. No. That's a great motivator. Yeah, it um, is. Um, carrot and stick. Uh, I mean, I can't say that sometimes I don't go like, oh, I've gotten halfway through this, and I just need a really quick break. And Overwatch, it's a good motivator, but it's also an excellent distractor. And oh yeah. It's finding the. Finding the, the ability the to balance. not yeah. just be like, well, I'll just take a five-minute break, and then four, ma- four matches later, it's like, fuck. I think that's why Ursula doesn't choose games that are like really short feedback loops like that. It's always like Dragon Age Inquisition or something where it's like, yeah, I know if I sit down, I'm going to lose three hours between save points and or, or, or spots in the story. Or an entire so. day. I've done that. Yeah, huh? yeah. <laughs> But you know that uh, I I set it up. My my system is basically I can't stop in the middle of a a the workday and go play Dragon Age because it just it, it doesn't it, allow it for will that. be over. Your workday right. will be over. Yeah. So what yeah. I do is when I get X amount of done, okay, did I I got X things? I got this done. I can go play Dragon Age now at the end of the day. So because it doesn't have the instantaneous thing, but. The the short, you know, five minute or ten minute thing could be a total awesome middle uh, of the day I'll, motivator. I'll, I'll be honest, for me, it's sometimes, all right, once I get this done, I can take five minutes and play. My big thing right now has been two dots. Um, the game two dots where you're d- connecting dots yeah. and getting rid of them and, and goals. And I mean, there's nothing fancy or whatever, but it's just a nice little brain dead break I can take where it's just like, yeah, I'm not... Having to think hard about things, I'm matching colors. If you're colorblind, <coughs> it's probably a bad game for you. Um, yes. Yes. Possibly. You know what I, I, I did notice when I was still doing Broken Plot Device a lot, um, not the whole time I was doing the comic, but for a good chunk of it, I was um, I was still playing World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. And I am, I am not a morning person at all. <laughs> Me, the time that I've been staying here, I think you guys might have noticed that. Um, I'm not going to notice someone else isn't a morning person, mostly because if we're walking past each other going, eh, with our respective <laughs> cup of coffee, for me, that's perfectly fine. Um, but, like, I would... I I can't... My brain won't let me get work done before, like, 2 or 3 in the afternoon. Huh? And I noticed when I, w- when I would... There were, like, my, some of my more productive days when I was doing Broken Plot Device. Number one, getting out of the house to write... Helped mm-hmm. a lot. I could yeah. not do any writing at home, but I also would when I would I would start my day instead of starting my day being like, all right, I had my breakfast, had my coffee, I'm gonna go straight to work. I would start my day and I would sign into World of Warcraft. And in World of Warcraft, they have a little timer that you can set for yourself to 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 go off at a certain time. And I would set it to go off at about two o'clock in the after, like one o'clock or one thirty in the afternoon, right? To say go to work. So I'd play mm-hmm. until the timer went off, and then the timer would go off, and then I'd go to work. So it was almost like I... the play, Playing the game wasn't like the, when I'm done it was a motivator. It was like, you're gonna play this and sort of wake your brain up. That's Yeah. And then once that's done, you're like, alright, now I'm gonna sign off this and go do... Yeah, there are a lot of, of discussions about knowing when your peak 
productivity hours are. Like I know uh, right now I tend to get most of my stuff done probably, um, I want to say between about 11 a.m. and about 2 p.m. That's like that four-hour block, if I could just get rid of all the meetings, is when I'm the most productive, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then things sort of slide off there, and by like 4 p.m., whatever, my brain is completely spent for the day, um, which is why I'm, you know, it takes me longer to finish the stuff after that extends into after hours than it normally would. It's because, you know, I'm no longer at peak whatever unless I augment with heroic amounts of caffeine. Um... 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. I can crank out all kinds you, of shit. You can, you can, and it's and and one of the things that's been discussed is okay. Plan your day around those hours. You know, are, are peak productivity, and you're doing that, and so that's fantastic. So this does, however, lead to the next question: mm -hmm. What do you do when you mess up or when you fail? I know fail's a harsh term. But it, when you when you don't get what you intended to get done, done, or you just your day just went straight in this shithole. Like, yeah, no, I intended to do X, Y, and Z, and instead I faffed around, or you know, things or went sideways. I lost sideways. track of a commission, and someone's like, "Where is it? I needed for the birthday that is next week." And you're like, "Yeah, uh, who are you?" Well, if it's okay in that case, and if it's like somebody contacts me and they're like, "Hey." So I haven't heard from you in two, two or three, three months. I need this commission. It's supposed to be done by X time. I'm like, fuck. That immediately goes top to the commission queue. <laughs> if I have time to do it that day, I will do it immediately. Every time you bang the table and get that ring, there's a there's a spike. So that's 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 Liz banging her can. I'm of so fizzy sorry. Audience. It's okay. It's okay. It's I'm fine. I'm doing it for it's, it's actually funny. I'm sitting here. I'm going. What is this pinging noise? And what oh, look so at that. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry to headphones. Um, <laughs> Uh, now I'm sitting here. Uh, see, now I need a fidget cube because I'm sitting here. Now I'm playing with the tab on the there top. There you go. Yay! <laughs> I okay. keep I keep fidget. I use it during meetings. Uh, I use it. Uh, yeah. I didn't think I needed one. Apparently, I do. Yeah. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, oh, right. They contact you about a commission. You flip yes. out completely. Yes. Then it. Then 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 the guilt motivator kicks <laughs> in. And I'm like, <laughs> this needs to get done right now. If it's just sort of general, like, I have a to do list. And nothing has a specific due date, and I just, I intended to get these three things done today, and maybe I got half of one thing done, then I just, um, this is not a good habit, but I'm like, well, fuck, um, yeah. I'm tired, I'll do it tomorrow, and, and then it gets pushed back, and then I just go to bed feeling guilty, and then the next day it sort of starts off on a negative point, and then I just feel bad. And yep. sometimes that can last for weeks. I know, I, I understand. The guilt, I, the guilt, that, the guilt spiral. Yeah. No, we've all done that. I meditate to keep out of a constant guilt spiral uh, for work. I really do. Um, you meditate? Medicate. Oh, thank God. I thought you said meditate. I was <laughs> no. like, I've lived with you for nearly nearly a decade, and I did not know you meditated. <laughs> no, that's a, it's supposed to be a very good thing to do and help keep your mind aligned. I don't have the patience for it. I sort of get into the, um, I could be doing so much better with what with my time right now. I, um, I figured um, it was there any time I just, because I've heard this a couple of times, any time I hear it, just go, fuck! It's just you just <laughs> meditating. It's just like... <laughs> I I do 
That's that's usually. I'm a assuming sign that, that that language is not an issue on this. No, okay. no, 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 no. Okay, good. Um, the the no, that's that's usually. I've just been handed like a really big problem to solve in the next twenty minutes or a couple hours. Last couple days, it's and been. Oh yeah, we've had a problem with a particular piece of software, and now we've got. Uh, I think the big one on Thursday was something like eighty customers who needed to have a fix applied. Um. So yeah, that was that was the Thursday chanting. Um, <laughs> I for, yeah, and so you know, in in my case, I I have a very reactive and interrupt driven job, so I can be in the middle of something. It's like yes, I have to get it done Friday, and then boom, an emergency drops in my lap, or is handed to me, or happens, and I'm just like, I have to stop everything. Do they make obscenity rosaries? Like you could just have rosaries, <sighs> you could just be like, fuck, fuck. Fuck. Yeah, it's and then called... once you'd done the rosary, you would feel better and you could set it aside. No. I mean, I suppose. I suppose, but yeah. See, the thing is, the thing is, I'm a Lutheran, or I was raised Lutheran, and we don't do rosaries. So this is a, a complete for. I mean, I can recognize when somebody else is. I'll get you a jello salad with fuck written in it. <laughs> oh, I would love to see that. that I mean, I think awesome. they. they yeah. I think they make like. Like molds or something that are in the shape of letters. You, can, you just yeah. make the F U C K and then implant that into a larger jello. Mold. Yeah, I mean that's how you would you'd basically do it. And anyway, we we digress. We digress. <laughs> so so yeah. So one of your 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 coping with failure mechanisms is it's not ideal. No, it's well, it's it's. For better or for worse, video games are a de-stressor for me. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if I'm just... Like, when I come back from conventions, usually I'm exhausted from three days of just working nonstop, and I usually devolve into just playing video games for oh, yeah. an entire day after I get back from the convention. And if I've had a really stressful day, sometimes it's just like... But that also means that if I am in a situation where I'm like, Fuck! I've gotten nothing done. It's eleven. It's like eleven o'clock at night, and I know I won't get to bed until one or two in the morning. But I just I can't, and I, I fuck it. I'll do it tomorrow. I just need to not go to bed. Hey, sometimes, anxious. yeah. Sometimes you have to take that distressor. I'm, you know, as you might have noticed, I'm under some pressure for work. Yeah, I've noticed. And you know, but I'm like, you know, when I'm when it is time to stop working, I put it down and I walk away. And I might still be stressed about it. But I'm not sitting here working until one in the in the one in the morning, trying to get everything done because I know that that is not conducive or positive, and I don't do my best work that way. I pull off some miracles that way, but then I usually have to go back and fix the problems I caused later. later. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Here's a question for you. Uh, as a freelance artist, you are always. If you're anything like me, on the edge of oh god, I need another way to make money. Yes. Are do you do you how do you organize an additional income stream? Like we've talked about commissions, but like, do you see a thing like I'm going to devote some time to try to make money on this? Do you go? I would like to devote time to that, but I can't. Do it. Um. Well, I'm actually right now. I've had a Patreon going for uh, a least a year and a half to sort of fund the art things. Um, I want to do more on YouTube, and I've done some YouTube videos, um, and that's also potential, 
income stream if the if that channel gets big enough and then the patreon the hope is that the patreon can fund that and i'm and right now i'm looking to sort of redo that because part of patreon is you have this sort of like hey if you give money to me you get something out of it and i don't I, I, I am of the type that I can't just be like, I have a Patreon, just give me money if you feel like it. I'm like, if you give me money, I have to give you something back, so it's trying oh, to oh, yeah, yeah. figure out something that I can give back to people that's not going to create extra work. Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's figuring out, like, what I can repackage that I'm already doing... That is also something that somebody will say, like, "Hey, that's worth three dollars a month, or that yeah. whatever." So, no, absolutely. Um, that's a, if if we weren't producing the podcast, I would be a gibbering wreck of I'm not <laughs> producing enough content yeah. to justify people giving me money. They will feel they are yeah. owed things that mm -hmm. I and I am not providing content. And I'm I'm certainly considering like a Patreon for this podcast with some things specific to it outside of what we're doing with her Patreon for yes. Hidden Almanac and Kevin and Ursula Cheap. But yeah, I mean, there's that whole, I'm, I, I'm looking at it going, okay, if I'm going to do this and I, I want to give them a value other than for a dollar a month, I don't stop doing this, right? Yeah. Um, so Which for some people, it's like, yeah, I want to do that. But then it's also like, but I, I, you, it, it it's the guilt and you were making mm -hmm. a joke about it's like you're you've got well, I said you were an honorary I, I, I said you were an honorary Catholic if you felt bad about yourself <laughs> you were like if <laughs> that's like a qualifier I'm the fucking Pope <laughs> like, I, feel, I feel guilty and bad and I'm like oh god super Catholic jeez you know whatever works um. <laughs> I mean see the guilt is a good motivator but it when you're in a constant state of feeling guilt, it's very toxic, and it feels and and it and it oh. it's definitely gets to a point where it, it inhibits, and I'm way past the point where it's being helpful. I, so it's like, oh, believe me, that's why I'm <laughs> on. Friends. Yeah, I was gonna say that's why I, I'm on. You know, a a reasonable sized daily dose of Zoloft, right? Is because I let. I got into that sort of a bad state, and I let my brain, like, stay in that stressed fight-or-flight mode for far too long that my brain stopped understanding what it wasn't like to be in fight-or-flight, and that's why I went on the med medication originally. And now I find out that, you know, if I go off of it, <clears throat> it I can usually get a couple years before it's like, no, I probably should be back on this. And that's purely because of the industry I'm in. I'd say about two-thirds of, of the IT industry is on some sort of medication to keep themselves from setting their co-workers on fire. Because the stress level isn't kind of high. Yeah. Lack of flaming co-workers is probably good. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's one of the things. We're very open about that and, and how that, you know, keeps us from... The two of us from going, yeah. you know, gibbering mad in the backyard, um, for better or worse. I still Oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> no, you just go into the backyard and give her, Ooh, look, I have a new butterfly. Ooh, look at the one. Kevin, come here with your phone and take a picture of this itty-bitty cute little wasp. Um, so. He's not, he's not wrong. <laughs> no, no, I'm, no, not, no. I'm not saying he is. I've seen the wasp pictures. <laughs> so. You've heard the woo. I have. Yes. I've, I've, I've gone in the garden and wooed about some things, too. Oh, yeah, the frogs in the bucket. It's very wooable. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, uh, that's pretty much all I've got. 
Um, so do you have any, any final words or advice for the listeners? If you were a young artist wanting to do what you do, um, uh, I mean, the sarcastic, the sarcastic answer is, oh dear God, please don't Run, get an actual real adult job. Um, you uh, probably have a real adult job. Um, I, you're not dead in a ditch next to a Walmart. Um, I, I, I guess it's, it's just find a system other than panic and fear and guilt that keeps you on the right track because while doing that in the short term can seem like, oh yeah, no, I work really great under stress. So like, no, eh. if you do that for years, it, it, it eats away at your soul. Don't. It kind of does. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Um. Right. And maybe, maybe if you do take up bullet journaling, maybe focus on just making to-do lists and not trying to um, use eighteen different colored pens to make really detailed <laughs> scroll work font headlines for. I, I, I love pages. when we we have a guest that I kind of agree with on some of these opinions. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding back until I actually try bullet journaling on full judgment. But yeah, in the in its purest sense, it seems like it makes sense. It's just it's when people are like, "No, I'm doing it to make something beautiful." Like the point's not to make your bullet journal beautiful. The point is pure, pure unadulterated efficiency. Yeah. It's a to do yeah. list with icons. Well, the problem is because it, I, I have to separate my brain out from being artist and being like other person. Because maybe if like my entire life wasn't draw pretty shit. I would enjoy drawing pretty shit. <laughs> I would be like, this is this is a really this makes me feel better about that. You know, my day may be rough, but I have drawn beautiful scroll work and goddamn it. Whereas I'm just like, this is more fucking art. I'm not getting paid for. That's fair. Um, so bringing it back to Liz, <laughs> before we end up with a half hour rant on the logical terms, one yeah. is to wrangle it <laughs> yeah. creative yeah, This is it's normal. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, actually, it's more of a, a word about our half-hour mark. It's about where how long I like the interviews to go. Okay. And so, thank you. You were awesome. Um, I will make sure you get the uh, I Was a Guest badge from yay. the website. And, I still um, don't know what these badge thingies are, but yay! <laughs> yay. I got it. I'm special. I'll, I'll, I'll explain. And um, <laughs> I'll explain later. And then our, uh, our badge code for this week, I'm actually going to make it... Excuse me. See, it's my turn. Um, I'm going to make it Liz Coffee. Yay! Yay! Right. So I like coffee. Yeah, I know you do. Yay! <laughs> Yay. That's so, my motivator. <laughs> yeah. So um, check out uh, Liz's artwork at lizzie-bean.com. What's your Instagram? Uh, Lizardbeth. Lizardbeth. I'm also on Twitter at at lizardbethart. Yep. Um, it, I don't and just post art things there. I also post a lot of just other random nonsense. Mm-hmm. But if you're just looking for the art, yeah, Instagram's probably good. And uh, and what's your Patreon? Patreon is Lizard Beth. Lizard Beth, yes. Lizard Beth, yes. Lizard Beth. Okay. Not uh, Lizard Beth, yes. Lizard Beth is the Patreon. Yes, I am correct in saying it that way. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yes. yes. Who's on Patreon? Uh, Alright, stop. You you okay. Sorry. <laughs> Fine. Thank you both. <laughs> Yay! Okay, uh, I hope you enjoyed that interview with uh, with Liz. Um, again, you can check out her website at lizzie-bean.com, or you can find her on Instagram at lizardbeth um, lizardbethart on Twitter, and her Patreon is lizardbeth, which is awesome. Um, our badge code for this week 
is, as I said earlier, is Liz Coffee, L-I-Z-C-O-F-F-E-E. And as I mentioned at the very beginning of the show, uh, by the time you're listening to this, um, Ursula and I are at Anthrocon. And as part of, I guess, the whole thing, I went out and I had some business cards printed. Uh, and they're pretty slick. They've got the Productivity Alchemy uh, logo on one side that Ursula designed. And then on the flip side, they have not only the link to the podcast and all that, but they have an exclusive code for I Met Kevin or Ursula. And so there is a badge code on the business card that says I Met Kevin in person basically. So if you see me at one of these events, um, be sure to ask for a card for Productivity Alchemy and claim your badge. And if you've got a friend who you think would enjoy it, please share the link. Um, Because that's how we uh, spread the word and all that stuff. Next week, next week, what are we doing? Next week we're recovering from Anthrocon. Um, But we're also going to, I think next week we're going to have to talk about finally goal planning. Um, and we'll get our, we'll see how our test subject wombat, wombat test subject. I, I still haven't figured out the flow on the, is doing with her planner. Um, some of our notes from kind of the special specialties of being organized at a convention and, you know, we'll, we'll hopefully talk about goals in a way that our wombat test subject will understand since she is not necessarily the normal uh the normal audience for that sort of planning but i think it's time we've got a lot of the basics we've talked about to-do lists we've talked about uh, a safe place or a consistent place to keep it we've talked about calendars a little bit i think it's time to really start talking about actual planning that bit where we sit down and we figure out what we're going to do either for a week or a month or a year um, as scary and, in Ursula's case, not applicable as that may seem, it's still really good to do occasionally. All right, um, so that's that. Make sure you check out uh, productivityalchemy.com for all of our back episodes. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and now we're on TuneIn, which means you should be able to tell things like your Amazon Echo to uh, play productivity alchemy i haven't actually tried it yet but i probably should um and that's i think about everything this week so good luck um keep up the good work write me at kevin at sunny.com or comment on the website and we will talk to you later bye <laughs>